You're listening to The Way Church Podcast. If you're looking for a place to hear God's Word and be inspired, you have come to the right place. We believe this week's message from Pastor Ryan will be a blessing to you. I'm excited about tonight. I have a few things to share with you that I believe would really bless you. So our text is 1 Corinthians 3. 11, and then I'm going to be reading a few more supporting verses to support the specific topic that we're going to talk about tonight. 1 Corinthians 3, 11, for no one can lay a fa- any foundation other than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. And we're going to go to John chapter 2 and verse 18. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, and it says here, So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for these things? And verse 16, Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Verse 22, but he was speaking about the temple of his body. John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And verse 14 from the Amplified Bible, the classic version, and the Word became flesh and tabernacled among us, and we actually saw His glory, such glory as only the begotten Son receives from His Father, full of grace and truth. Tonight we're going to be talking about foundation, another foundation. We know that Jesus is the foundation. Specifically, Jesus being the temple of God. Jesus being the temple of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your word is alive. We thank you that your word is anointed. We are anointed. Our hearts are open. We are ready to receive your word. And tonight, we believe that we are going to be blessed and we are going home more encouraged, more inspired to face whatever we need to face. Let your words come alive in our hearts, Holy Spirit, minister in revelation to your church. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, Amen. All right, sit down, sit down. So we are talking about Jesus being the temple of God. Last week, we talked about Jesus being what? The Blessing. No? This week, we're going to be talking about Jesus being the temple of God. Now watch this. I'm going to read again from John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. So, Tananga Christians, we all know this passage. And if you don't know, you have to know. What it is saying was Jesus was with God. As the Word, and He was also God. And in verse 14, makita natin that just allow me to lay down foundation first, and then we're gonna kick it out of the park. Now watch this. And the Word became flesh and tabernacled. Now watch this. The Word Himself, which was God, which was with God in the beginning, did not just put on flesh. I believe the Bible says the Word became legitimately a man. Dapat mangin tao siya para legitimate ang iyang payment. You know, in, 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 the, in the previous mindset that we had, it was somehow modalistic or tawag natin modalism. Like there are times when Jesus was acting as God and then He would change His mask and He was acting as man. And then sometimes He's acting as God and sometimes He's acting as man. So wala kang baluko na no kung modalistic siya, lain-lain nga modes, different modes. But let me tell you something right now. When Jesus was on earth, He was not God pretending to be man. He was 100% a legitimate human being that was possessed with the anointing and the power of God. The purpose of God was within Him. If He was only, if He was a God nga puno there's no way for him to be hungry there's no way for him to be thirsty there's no way for him to die because God cannot die but Jesus himself 
was a man. In fact, the Bible says, Ginuban yang iyapagkadiyos. In his prayer in John 14, he said, Father, restore to me now what you have taken away from me. So everything he had as God, he removed it. Okay? And he became a man. He became the temple on earth. Now just bear with me. This is going to be amazing, I promise you. Now watch this. One instance in John chapter 2, the Jews said to him, you know what was going on. Anu signs? What are the signs that you are the Messiah? What are the signs that all these things you're talking about will come to pass? And Jesus said to them, destroy this temple. And the Jews were offended by that because they were looking at the temple that was there in Jerusalem. And it's, he told, the Jews told him, it took our forefathers a long time to build that. And you're going to build it in three days? But we all know that Jesus was talking about His body. Now, just bear with me. We're going to lay down some foundations here. And I promise you, this is going to be a blessing to you. Why is it relevant for Jesus to become the temple of God? I'm going to show you here. That right there is the picture of the New Testament. I mean, the biblical temple. In build ni gin desire ni David gin fund originally ni David pero gin create ni gin build ni Solomon nga bata gin plunder sila naguba gin pari gin gin remake ang temple now this temple is not existing in Israel right now now i'm gonna speak a little bit in eschatology just allow me has it ever, has it ever dawned on you nga wala kay kung gustohon gid sang Dios nga awala gid intend sang Dios nga ma-rebuild subong ang temple nga if that was so important for the people to be able to approach God you know why God did not push them or move them or orchestrated them to build another temple because the intentions of God for the temple was to change listen when Jesus Christ stepped into the scene the physical temple was there but he was also there that temple because he was so connected to the old testament is there but the real temple of God was actually the body of Jesus Christ why is the temple so important? I wrote there because the temple is a place of convergence. A place where God and man unites. Now bear with me. The, the, well, I don't have time to explain all of this. If you want, go to YouTube. I have a message on union. This is important. You got to get this. The gospel... The message of the gospel is not a life after death message. The modern church has watered that down. You never hear the apostles preach this message. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ right now as your personal Lord and Savior because you don't really know when you're going to die. So that at least when you die, you go to heaven. Amuna subong ang preaching sa kalabanan ng churches and evangelistic movements. Now, is that wrong? No. If you are born again, and if death hits you, if death hits you, then you are going to be with God in heaven forever. So the, the point is not that. Here's the point. The message of the gospel is not about you going to heaven when you die. The message of the gospel is union. The union of God and man. In fact, the Bible calls the ministry of Jesus Christ the ministry of reconciliation. What Jesus Christ did was He took man and God who were separated and united them to become one again. Kalabanan nga we are excited to go to heaven when we die. But that's not the message that Jesus taught us. Amen. Ano gitudlo ni Jesus when the disciples asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. What did he say? Our Father, which art in heaven. What? Hallowed be thy name. What's the next line? Thy kingdom come. Where? On earth. The message of the Bible is not escaping earth to go to heaven. The message of the Bible is for heaven and earth to be one again. Listen, that's why amuna ang prayer, the kingdom come. Now let's talk eschatology before kita magwali. Waswas. Listen, 
If you look at the end times, irregardless of your pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, amillennial, post-millennial, pre-millennial, whatever your eschatological perspective is, listen to this. At the end of the end of the end, after butang ang rapture, and then battle of Armageddon, after the battle of Armageddon, ano man sunod? Linaso ni Jesus dito sa battle, based sa prophecy, huh? sa prophetic eschatology end times. After sina, my millennial reign of 1,000 years. After the millennial reign of 1,000 years, what's going to happen? Where is the millennial reign? In heaven? No. On earth. Where? On earth. After the millennial reign, Satan is loose again. After the 1,000 years, and then another war ensues. The final battle, the Bible says, and calls it Gog and Magog. That's revelation. But it doesn't mean I don't know. Gog and Magog. After Gog and Magog, what's going to happen? God is going to purify this earth with fire. That's what the Bible says. And then the new Jerusalem will come down on this earth. And then the Bible says, in the end, read your, book, your Bible, the book of Revelation. And then God will be all in all. And He shall be our God and we shall be His people. Amen. That's the ending. Amunang pinaka-ending. You know what the end of the end of the end is? It's not us going up to the clouds, having little wings and playing little harps. No. The end of the end of the end is this. Heaven and earth will once again become one. Inchinde? Now, just bear with me. Hindi pa nainog palakpak. Pirhulat. Tanawan nyo. The temple was a place of convergence. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, actually it all started in the garden. Eden was the first place of convergence. Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. But in that time, heaven and earth were one. United. And because heaven and earth were one, there was no sickness, there was no death. There was no problem. There was nothing but pure bliss and joy eternally. Amunang Eden. Now watch this. Amuna siyang dira nagsugod ang tanan. What did Adam and Eve do? They decided we can do this on our own. We, we, we deviated from the plan of God and we want to have our own. And so heaven and earth split. Heaven and earth are no longer one. They are separated. When Eden was there, Eden was the place of convergence. Now, now watch this. Because God loves them so much, He says, okay, I want to create another place for you. It's called the tabernacle. Bible study tanay, huh? And then that tabernacle, that little spot on earth, wherever they placed it, and where the Ark of the Covenant is, heaven and earth are converging. Mamatikamo. Heaven and earth are united inside that little tabernacle, that temple. They are united where God meets man and man meets God and heaven and earth becomes one. Amunang desire, that little place on earth becomes one. Watch this. Wherever the temple is, wherever the power of God is, there's always victory. Now, David didn't like it. Because he thought, man, I'm living in a nice palace and God is living in a tent. And so he decided, I'm going to make a temple for God. It will be the structure that everyone in Israel will see. But God said, no, not you. It is for your son to do it. And so Solomon builds this. And then rebuild. Now watch. That temple is the place of convergence. Why is it so important? Why is the temple so important? Because that temple is the place where the presence of God is housed. And where the presence of God is, heaven is released. Where the presence of God is, power is released. Anointing is released. And since Jesus is the temple of God, everywhere Jesus went, the power of God went with Him. The blind eyes started to see. The deaf ears were unstopped. The dead were raised. Those who were broken were made whole again. The gospel was preached. And every Everybody was blessed. Everybody was provided. Why? Because the temple, continue is the place where God or heaven and earth unites. 
Woo! And it united in the body of Jesus Christ. Now look at this. I'm going to show you a few things here. Watch. You remember that story when Jesus clears the temple. Nangaking si Jesus. In John chapter 2. Look. The Passover of the Jews was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, at this moment, this is the first time Jesus entered Jerusalem since His first miracle and the beginning of His public ministry. Now, my bearing na, just wait a minute. Anong essence in Jesus has been to that temple, listen guys, many times before. In fact, when he was a kid, he stayed there for three days. So Jesus saw the situation of the temple before. But until his ministry became public, he was unable to fully release the intentions of God through him as a minister. Because for the Jews, until you reach, by law, until you reach 30, hindi ka pwede minister or mangin priest. So that's when Jesus was 30 years old, his ministry began. This is the first time. Now watch this. First time ni Jesus nagsulud sa temple ever since he decided, okay, now my ministry begins. Amuna gina create ng picture. It's not like pagsulud yeto, oh my goodness, first time ko ni nakita, wala ni tabo before. No, it was always like that. It was always like that. Every time Jesus went there, it always looked like that. So I studied it a little bit more and I saw this. Look at this. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and money changers sitting there. You know, I prayed about this. Lord, why? Why? I mean, I understand your house will be a house of prayer, but... You, you've seen this many times. Now that you are in the public ministry, what really irked you off? What really ticked Jesus off when he saw that picture? Watch this. When the people were selling things, doing things, yes, it's not right, but there was something there that spoke. Watch this. Look at this. I looked it up and the word temple there it's not the same temple that was used to talk about the temple. But it was actually a specific place in the Temple Mount. Look at this. That word temple in the Strong's Concordance is Heron. Oh. The word Heron, ang Heron ng parts ng temple, is the area surrounding the temple, not inside the temple, including the court of the Gentiles but not the temple building itself. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. When I saw this, it's like something jumped out of it. Because when Jesus decided, now I'm going to proclaim my ministry, I'm going to start preaching the heart of God. And when Jesus sees that, why does it really matter? Because all the Jews or those who are Jews can enter a certain area, the outer court of the temple and pray and ask God for forgiveness and seek wisdom and seek the word of God. But Gentiles, those who are not Jews, but those who want to be proselyted or want to be converted or want to experience the power of El Shaddai, they could never go in there. The only place where Gentiles could experience the presence of God was actually in that area. And no longer can the Gentiles experience God because it was already full of commerce. The Jews were selling stuff. It doesn't matter to us because coming a Jews, we can still enter that outer, uh, uh, outer court. Silang mga Gentiles, But when Jesus saw that, here's the heart of God, church. Listen to this. He understood that even the Gentiles who are not Jews, they need to experience the power of the temple of God. That's why we when he saw that, it irked him so much. He took a threefold cord and started whipping them. Watch, watch, watch. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he was already looking at the Gentiles. <laughs> he 
he was already concerned that there could be Gentiles who are not Jews who would also love to experience the presence of God. Jews didn't care. All they did of the outside part of the temple was sell stuff. But for Jesus, amuna lang ni Gani ang pwede nila katuan. Ginbaligyaan niyo pa. So good palang ginapakita na ni Jesus ang tuduod niya nga heart. Amen. The Jews didn't get it yet. The religious people didn't understand it yet. But God already knows that the temple of God is for everybody. Woo! I'm, I'm going to continue. Watch this. And, 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 and he making a whip, of course, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. He poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their table. And he told those who sold pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. Now watch this. His disciples remembered. Watch this, guys. It was written... Zeal for your house will consume me. Psalm 69, 69. The disciples quoted a word from the book of Psalms relating to Jesus saying, Whoa, we've never seen anybody have so much passion for the house of God that it consumes him. Now watch this. Ang hudiyo ya, ang naminila, they Peter, they John, ang naminila ang sulod. But Jesus meant the Gentiles. Who is the house of God? The symbol. The symbol is Jesus Christ. Watch this. The word zeal comes from the Greek word zelos. Or zeal. Or in a favorable sense, ardor. In an unfavorable one, jealousy. As of a husband, zeal in behalf of, for a person or thing. Guys, listen, if you understand this, the Jews were not hindered. They went in without problems. The only ones who were hindered were the Gentiles. And Jesus sees that and says, no, this is the heart of God. That the temple and the presence no longer just for the Jews, but for everybody. If your body is the temple of God, how many of you believe your body is the temple? If your body is the temple of God, God is zealous for your body. You think that's why I don't subscribe to that thought that God punishes you just to teach you a lesson. That God will give you cancer just to get your attention. No, He's zealous for your body. He's so zealous for your body that the, the Bible says, by my stripes, you were healed. Church, Jesus, so that your body, that temple of the Holy Spirit, could experience the goodness of God. That's why the Bible says, your body, knowing that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Because this is powerful. Your body is powerful. Now watch. Your body, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go ahead of myself, but your body is the temple of God. And Jesus is zealous for it. You know what? The modern church right now, it's like we have erased all of that. We, a lot of pastors and preachers and churches, they don't want to preach about healing. They don't want to preach about abundance and blessings. They just want to make sure that people go to heaven when they die. Listen. Redemption is not just taking you to heaven when you die. Redemption encapsulates everything that Jesus Christ paid for. That includes healing. That includes blessings. That includes abundance. Come on, somebody. That, uh, Jesus, go ahead and grab it. And your body is the temple of God and Jesus is zealous for it. No, there's a reason why you still have a body now and you're still alive and breathing. If God's intentions were just to take you to heaven when you die, He should have just killed you the moment you were born again. 
nga why 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 nga aginhalin ta ang message ng gospel from heaven to earth to accept Jesus so that you'll go to heaven when you die that is not the message of the gospel give me one apostle who preached that in the new testament not one is it a wrong message no it's an amazing message. It's good news. There's no wrong way to get people to be saved. But my point is this. What God really wants to do is to show His goodness, not just in heaven, but even here on earth. The Bible says, I have seen the blessings of the Lord in the land of the living. Here, right now. Be blessed right now. Now watch. So I, I was pondering on this. How important the body is. And this just spoke to my heart. Now, watch this. Okay. If, don't, don't take what I'm about to say and build a religion out of it, okay? So there's, it's open to some interpretation. You judge. Kamu maghusga. Pamatiin nyo na lang. Pamatiin nyo. Pagtapos, ikamu na lang mag-injindi. Kung gusto nyo, take it. If you don't like it, shelve it. Alright? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose a statement. I think it's accurate, but it's up to you. So don't go out there and, and claim to the rest of the world, we're going to start a new religion based on this. Just watch. Spirit beings, while on earth, always tend to want to find a place to rest or a place to inhabit. Again, Spirit beings, while on earth, want to find a place to rest or a place to inhabit. Now, have you noticed even evil spirits? This includes evil spirits. This includes angels. This even includes God. As long as they are spirits and they want to be on earth, they need a place to rest. Amati, listen. Remember when Jesus rebuked Legion? What did he what did Legion ask for? Can we transfer to pigs? Listen, they didn't want to go nowhere. While here on earth, they want to transfer somewhere. They always look for a place to rest. Usually, demon possessions. They're looking for a place to rest. May arakita ng mga haunted house. Kung hindi madala sa tao, pwede man sa balay. Kung hindi madala sa balay, pwede man sa lunok. Kung hindi madala sa lunok, pwede man sa bato. Kung hindi madala sa bato, pwede man sa Santo Nino. But no matter what, they're always looking for a place. It's like they're restless, always wanting a place to rest. Listen, listen here's my proposal. There I say, even the Spirit of God is looking for a place to rest. I'm going to show you. Isaiah 11, 1 to 2, BSB. Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord will what? Will rest. Watch this. Spirits need a place to stay. I know, I know, I know. Just, 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 just watch this. Look at this in John 1.32. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode or rested upon Him. Watch this. Because God, because Holy Spirit is a spirit and it's a spirit being, it Finds it wants to find a place to where rest. Why? Why do they need a place to rest or a body to use? Because without a body, watch this, spirits, even evil spirits, are rendered inert. What does inert mean? Immobilized, paralyzed. Irrelevant. Listen to me. I've, I've said this before and I'll say this again. 
hindi ka dapat mahadlok sa mga yawa-yawa, mga tayho-tayho, mga kapre-kapre, mga dwindi-dwindi, kung ano-ano nga mga espiritu na, may white lady to. Spirits without a body are useless. Spirits need to find a place to rest. They need a body so they can impact. Without a body, a spirit cannot just do things on the natural realm. They are always looking for a body. Even God Himself could not do anything on earth because He's spirit. Pastor, don't talk. God, that's God. No, no, no. He cannot do anything on earth without a body. You don't believe me? Since Genesis 1.26, when He spoke to, to, to Adam, everything is yours. There was a split. Ang tanan nga spirit realm belongs to God. Tanan nga physical realm belongs to man. The split happened and God cannot take it back anymore. Now watch this. This is very important before we fly away. It's so powerful, it's so important that even God cannot break it. So since Genesis 1.26, until now, every time God wants to move on earth, He keeps on looking for a body. If He wants to say something, He will look for a prophet. If He wants to build something, He will look for a father. If He wants to create a kingdom, He will look for a king. God is constantly looking for a body. And 4,000 years, He waited until the perfect time came when a little virgin girl said, Yes, be it unto me. My body belongs to you oh my goodness you need to you need, you, need, you need to understand this what would have happened if mary said no we don't know we're we're postulating we would never know but we know something god could have never done anything unless a body was given to him Watch this. As soon as he was given a body, all of a sudden miracles start to happen. The dead started to rise. The power of God was preached. The love of God was released. And people started getting blessed. God is looking for a body. I want to show you something here. John 1.32. The body was about to die. And Jesus cried with a loud voice. And then after that what? He gave up. The spirit, the ghost. <gasps> the spirit now is without a body again. Oh, you're not getting this. 4,000 years God waited. Finally, he found a body. And he said, you know what? I'm going to become a man myself. I found a body that will carry me that was Mary. Now look at this. 33 years after, the Spirit of God loses his body again. From the time of Jesus' death, from that point on, look, look guys, no more miracles. Because the body was gone. The spirit full of cosmic divine power is once again rendered inert. But don't you worry. Something amazing is about to happen. Let me read Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Look at this. Then they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest. Oh, you're, you're, you're messing it up. The Spirit of God lost its body. The devil and hell started to have a celebration. Yeah, yeah. 
no more body yeah yeah we don't have to worry about the preaching anymore we don't have to worry about the miracles anymore we don't have to worry about healings happening anymore because the body is now gone what he didn't understand was the spirit of the lord is always looking for a body to rest in he's always looking for a place to reside and 50 days later on that day of pentecost that same spirit that rested upon Jesus rested upon each and every one. Whoa, 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 whoa. For a while there, hell was so concerned because of one body possessed by the Spirit of God. There was one temple walking around. Everyone getting healed. So hell said this, we need to get rid of this body. We need to, we need to get rid of this body. So they provoke the, 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 the high priest through Caiaphas and the Sanhedrin. And they crucify the body. That's in prophetic to what the Bible says. When the serpent will bruise his heel. They tried to get rid of the seed of the woman. The seed of the woman is the body of the spirit, which is the temple of God. You need to get this. The, the serpent bites the heel. Jesus dies. Body gone. Yay! What he didn't understand was. Fifty days later, a hundred and twenty bodies full of the Spirit of God in one place in Jerusalem. And on the same afternoon, three thousand temples, three thousand temples walking around the city, going all around the world, preaching the God. Listen, church, the devil has no power over you. He can't make you do nothing. The only thing he can do to you is lie to you and make you feel like you don't have enough power. Don't believe that lie whatsoever. You have more power than you could ever imagine. You are the temple of God. And God had to pay such a steep price to make you his resting place. Even so right now, when you hear this voice, the Spirit of the Lord, just like what He did in the book of Genesis, is hovering upon the face of the waters. Looking for a place to abide in. <laughs> Woo! Look at this. Very popular verse. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is what? In you. Why did Paul say that? Because the church was acting defeated. Just because they didn't get the income they liked, they act like everything is falling apart. And Lord, gracious powerful And Paul reminds them, do you not know that your body is a temple? And that the Spirit of God is in you, whom you have received from God. Now watch this, guys. Are you ready for this? You are not your own. I don't subscribe to that statement. I'm a self-made man. I don't want to be a self-made man. Try as I might, Ryan's way to make Ryan is never going to be good enough. I want to be made by the Spirit of God. I want to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh. Woo. Look, look. You are not, you're not your own. You were bought at a price. What was the price? The life of the Son of God. That was the price. Mabalaan mo kung ano ano ka, how valuable ang isa kabagay sa price nga ginatach sa iya. 
you are so valuable that God gave his best to get you. Don't feel defeated. Don't feel depressed because you are very, very, very valuable. Isa panulot so galingon ta mangispiyuto dumdum wala man iman to kalawlot ka defeated ka failure hindi amo nang panulok sang Dios sa imo magtulok ang Dios sa imo makita ya value makita mo ya kaysa do wala lang kuya pero bilang kuya frustrated pero bilang kuya ako nagdry wala man ga work ang panulok sang Dios sa imo temple powerhouse panulok sang Dios sa imo reservoir of all his anointing ready to be released ready to be oh church i'm talking to you right now hmm. look at this therefore look at this glorify god with your body listen church listen that's why there's so many things in this world, sin or not sin, I don't do. Not because it's sin or not sin. I don't do it because it doesn't glorify God through my body. Ministry ako, pastor, okay lang man ni Garilio. Wala man sa Bible lang si Garilio. The Bible never said cigarettes are a sin. See, you're missing the point. You're looking at it as sin or not sin. I'm looking at it as glorious or not glorious. The reason why God doesn't want you to do drugs is because He's thinking, that is my body. I paid for that with a steep price. There was a price tag for that body and you're using it for debauchery. But Lord, I'm so depressed. Let my spirit bring about the peace. So, oh, let the temple be the temple. Let the house of God be the house of God. Let your body glorify God. You want your body to glorify God and you can't even open your mouth to say amen? May mga tao yung panulok nila kayo sa church ng supervisor. Hmm. Ano na, gap na pangitaan mo sala? Gap pangita kasang sala ko? Ha? Gap pangita kasang sala sa church ko, hula-hula air ko, na wala ma-finish ang salog. Is it, what, what? Who died and made you a judge? Lain-lain taguro mindset. Ako bi pagsulod ko sa church, isa lang bi mindset ko, I want to glorify God today. The entire week, I've been working my butt off to make money. This Sunday, I want to glorify God. Bilukan ng kasimana nga. Obra, obra, nubio, nubio. Obra, obra, nubio. TikTok. Obra, obra, nubio, nubio. Real shorts. Netflix. Pagka Domingo, wala ka pagidgana. Ano ka budlay mag-alsa sang kamot kag magdayaw sa Di pastor hindi ko feel. Hindi niya pa feel feel. The Bible did not say glorify God if you feel it. No. Glorify God because God purchased it already. It belongs to him. This body is his resting place. It belongs to Jesus. Woo! God's temple his resting place is your body. Amo na, paghumi pa lang. Dapat sa tutuod lang. Abi niyo, matingala ka mo nga. Ka, ano, may mga yung people ka, pinapira sa out eh. Kung pasugta na na sila, wala sila dapat di. Ara mo na sila dapat agatulok sa, sa tanan. Pero gintipo na mo na sila kagintudluan, kaginhambalan, oras nga mabatian nyo na ang music. Pagkita nyo nga 10 seconds ng bilin sa countdown, i- dapat excited na kamutanan para magdayaw sa Diyos. Listen, most likely, hindi tanan sila excited at that time. 
Because if you hear their stories, there are some of them who are going through some things in their lives that they could have reasons for their mind. But hey, you know what? Glorify God with your bodies, which belongs to God. That's why as soon as you enter the building, your mind should be shifted from work to God, from house to God, from business to God. Whatever it is, go back to God. This is your time to Glorify. I guarantee you, something ara ka sa trabaho, wala ka mang guru ka speak in tongues, wala ka mang guru ka worship, wala ka mang guru ka share sa gospel. Isa na lang git ka adlaw. Hey, dua na lang git ka oras, hindi mo pamahatan. Damo, bakanti sa bangko, kigaulan. Pero if you want to glorify God, bisan nagaanaw pa, languya, languya, pangita balsa, para mak, uh, you need to glorify God because your body belongs to Him. Woo! Look at this statement. God didn't just want to take you to heaven. He placed heaven inside. Kumapatay ka kado sa langit, no question. Pero hindi amo ng intention sa Diyos. Hindi nga dalo niya ka sa langit, kundi himuon niya ka nga langit. Himuon niya, lawas mo nga place of convergence. Nga bisan diin ka magkanto, bisan nara ka sa jeep, ang mapungkuan mo, matulog sa imo, mga, may something gitbala sa imo. Hindi ko ma-pinpoint, but there is something about you. And then that's your opening. Tell them, you know what that something is? That something is the Spirit of God inside this body, baby! Kapilan ang tabusan ko, lakad ko si SM. Kagani, one time, lakad ko si SM. May babae ng kabaligyan ng plasang Sir, ngalan lang, sir, Raffle, sir. Kita nyo na. Sabi mo, wala ka nakaduan sa SM. Kung nakaka sa ground floor, Raffle, sir, Raffle, sir. Naintuan ako na zone. Kung nakaka naman sa top floor, dito sa may cyber zone, gasulod ka palang, sir, tempered, sir, tempered. Kabalo ka nga, muna sa Manila, kadto ka sa Mega Mall, kadto ka sa South Mall SM, pagsulod mo sa cyber zone. Tempered, tempered, sir. Last time nagkato ko, elevators lang mag-safe. Yeah. Watch this, watch. I remember one time we lakad ko sa SM, there was this girl. Gusto ko baligyan, guru get your name. I passed by her and then she reached out and tapped me on the shoulder. As, as soon as she tapped me, she started shaking in the middle of the mall. Sirin din sa akong, ginanong mo ko! Of course, ti, ako pagambalik, ginanong mo ko, ang mga tao nagtubang sa amon. Wala! Wala! Well, what about it? Sirin, pagtandog ko sa imo, may nabatsagad ko kuryenteng naglatay sa bilog kong alawas. Ano na? Sirin, feel ko ba si doktor ka? Good nga doktor. Siling ko, kung may balatian ka or may kilala ka may balatian, power na sang Dios for healing. Actually, pastor ko. Ay, pastor ka, gali, sir. Yeah. Guys, listen. You are special. Very, very special. I'm close to ending. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, He said, look at this, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body. <laughs> the Spirit is looking for a temple. You prepared for me. Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies. Your body is created to be human, but it should be able to carry divine power. I was looking at that 
moment in Calvary. When Jesus died, the Bible says he gave up the ghost. The spirit. And as Jesus gave up the spirit, the priests in the temple, including Caiaphas, they cried, Ichabod. Meaning the glory has departed. Amuto ang symbol. It was the pinnacle of the end of the old and the beginning of the new. They rent their outer garment as a form of grief. You know in the Bible, when they tore their outer garment, they did it when they were grieving, right? Usually. Like when Jacob found out that Joseph, his, when his brother said that Jacob was killed by a wild animal, the Bible says he tore his garment. So I researched it. Yes. The reason, listen, listen to this. The reason that they tear the outer garment is not just because they're grieving. Why? Can you not grieve with your garment on? The reason why they tear their garment, watch this, is to inform everyone else. Watch this. That they are grieving. And usually because someone or something very important was dead or lost. Ergo, they have to grieve. So that it's not for them. It's for everybody else to see. Oh, brother, so old Jacob is sad. He's grieving. Joseph died. Let us grieve with him. We carry that even our time right now. We wear black or we wear white and we put a pin, which means someone died. Why? For what purpose? Can you not grieve without those things? The reason for that is to show, to inform everybody else. Something died. Someone died. Watch this. It's not just to be sad. It is also to declare a statement. Watch, watch, watch. When Jesus died, now the temple, the, the heart of God is inside the temple, the Ark of the Covenant. It is covered by a curtain that is so thick that no man could ever carry it on his own. It is so thick that you can, you, even if you use two bowls to pull it to, on both sides, you cannot break that curtain. It's so thick and it's so heavy. And at that moment, this is what they said. What did the Bible say? From the top to the bottom. Can I have my worship team here? It's not from the bottom to the top, but it's from the top to the bottom. Watch this. I don't know what you see, but this is what I see. I see God looking at His Son. His Son declares, It is finished. And God says, Watch. I want to declare something has died. Watch. The outer garment, I, I researched this, is what they call a covering. It covers the person who is inside. Kita ya, pati outer garment, inner garment, sa modern time, ginauba na. Sa panahon sa una, may garment nga outer, may garment ka pang sulod, may underwear pag ikumpisa. Ang outer garment, amunang gadeclare sa kung sino sila. When they remove that, watch this, watch this, that is them opening up. Watch, watch. I was picturing it out while I was meditating. 
And the Bible says, well, his son hung on the tree. The book of Isaiah says, it pleased God to bruise him. Lord, are you a sadist? No. Because he was about to declare something that was never seen yet. What was that, Pastor? That the temple is no longer inside just one man. So when God sees that, he goes like this. I want my power and my heart to be revealed to everyone. Ah. I want my blessing to be seen by everybody. I want all of my power and this spirit to not just dwell inside one man or one building, but everybody else. So God looks at them and says, Ah, here I am opening myself up. Ah. As soon as the garment was opened, what was revealed? To religion, they saw Nothing left. But to the child of God, God revealed everything. Meaning now is the beginning of a new generation. From this day forward, there's no longer a veil between us. The Bible says we with unveiled faces. Meaning from this point up to now, I am opening myself up for everybody, every temple who wants to be possessed by the Spirit of God. Even so now, as we speak, the Spirit of the Lord is hovering in this house. The Spirit of the Lord is moving. Looking for a body to rest in. You know, I'm imagining pagbuka sang Dios ang the spirit left. Poof. Where did the spirit go? Waiting. Look, Jesus told them, go to Jerusalem and wait. And when the right time came, the Bible says, the spirit rested again. All of a sudden, from that point on, the New Testament church became, and this was called, the body of Christ. Watch this. You're no longer just a church. You are the body of Christ because now the spirit has found a dwelling place but none of those things would have happened if somebody did not pay the price so just like that song we sang earlier we actually have a champion who died on the cross to make sure that all of those things become available to each and every one of us so don't give me that grumpy attitude and tell me that I cannot do this I'm too weak. No, 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 no. Church, you are more powerful than you can ever imagine. There's so much anointing in your life. More than you could ever imagine. There's so much power in you because of the Spirit of God that dwells upon you. What have I ever done to deserve this privilege? You know what? Nothing. Nagbaton lang ko sang wala ko gin trabaho. 
I received what I did not earn. I got so much better because of the grace of God through Jesus Christ my Lord. That's why the song says we have a champion and because we have a champion who paid the price giants fall down. When you open up your mouth, miracles start breaking out. When you lift your voice and shout, all the walls come tumbling. I'm telling you, church, I don't feel that way, pastor. It's got nothing to do with your feelings. Your reality is your reality. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the dwelling place of Shekinah. Your body is the dwelling place of Almighty God. You are the temple of the Lord. Thank you for joining us. If you are blessed by this message, share this with someone you know and be a blessing as well. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know by rating our podcast or reaching us at our social media platforms. Links are in the description.